Yo, what's going on, internet? The Black Hokage here, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to Hokage Thoughts, the show where ain't no hoes, but we do think out loud here at anchor.fm slash the Black Hokage. Today, in which I'm recording this episode, is April 5th, 2019, which means we are now a few days removed from April's Fool's Day, aka the worst day on Earth. That's right, Earth. E A R F. Ain't no E. I was just about to misspell Earth. I'm just gonna restart. I'm. I, I ain't restarting shit. I only do one take. I ain't fucking doing nothing, bro. Listen, I fucking I hate April Fool's Day. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Did I mention I hate this shit, bro? It's 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 a multitude of reasons why April Fool's Day is the worst day on earth. Oh my lord, bro! As someone who's been considered funny his entire life, it's just it's just annoying to witness the entire earth all of a sudden think they're comedians. Like, you motherfuckers is not funny any day of the week, but because the fucking, a number changed on the calendar, everybody thinks they fucking Cedric the Entertainer. Fucking shut up. Shut up. Just stomp. 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 And you know, the worst part about fucking April's Fool's Day is like, I can't trust anything on the internet, bro. Everything's a fucking joke. And don't get me wrong. I'm all for a good joke because there are some like companies that'll put like some good little prank videos up and you know you get like a little giggle a little smirk out of it you don't die laughing and shit like that I mean obviously I didn't die because I'm sitting here recording this podcast but you get the point like for the most part most of these jokes are not funny they're stupid and they're obviously fake so it's like what's the point of it if nobody's even laughing at this shit you're wasting resources go fix your fucking game how about that how about that how about that instead you do these stupid fucking videos that nobody wants to watch and now I'm irritated. Now I'm irritated. I don't even want to get. I don't. I don't even want to get on the internet. I don't want to look. I. I can't even trust my Twitter timeline. I can't. And if you can't trust your goddamn Twitter timeline, what are you supposed to fucking trust, bro? So that's the worst part about it. They be putting all these prank videos out, and none of it's funny. None of it's believable. It's all stupid. It's no point to this shit. And I just feel like I can't trust the news that comes out that day. And the worst part is sometimes like real news comes out. And nobody will even know. Like, I said this, like, um, in a conversation behind closed doors. Like, and we're going to get into it later. R.I.P. Nipsey Hussle because he passed away. Um, what's the name? If Nipsey Hussle, Nipsey Hussle died the day before April Fool's Day. If he would have died on the 1st, nobody would have believed that would have happened. And that shit would have even... It's already a tragic situation, but it would have even got worse. But, like, I I'm, I feel like I'm ranting too much on... Fuck April's Fool's Day. Listen, if you're not funny any other day of the week... There's 365 days in a week, in a week, in in the year, okay? If 364 of those days you're not fucking funny, just because the calendar changes to April 1st doesn't mean you're funny. Shut up. Shut up. Okay? Thank you. All right. Now, before we get into the show, (laughs) I got to shout out my new subscribers. Um, What's the name? So, thank you to uh, Mahir Alam for subscribing, as well as we got an anonymous subscriber. Shout out to Tariq Dunn, and then shout out to username Man Man Dog Bro Cuz Man Dog Bro Cuz. Oh, okay. Um, and if you didn't know, you can support the show um, by subscribing by heading over to my anchor profile at anchor.fm/theblackokage. There's a 99 cent option, a five dollar option, and a ten dollar option. If you're broken, you can't subscribe. That's cool. Just tell a friend to tell a friend about the show and help me grow. All right. So on today's episode. We are going to be talking a little bit about that gaming. I mean, because, you know, I, I built my name on this gaming shit. So we got to talk a little bit of gaming. Um, I got a little bit of little life stone. You know, not too crazy on the life section. You know what I'm saying? We bringing a movie section back. You know, we talking this movies. And then, of course, we talking movies. Um, I said movies. I already said, that. damn, this podcast sucks. We're talking music. Damn. <sighs> okay. <sighs> gaming. 
let's talk about what really matters the prince of england aka prince harry shout out to hip-hop harry that was my nigga back in the day who remembers hip-hop harry uh <laughs> i'm just playing fuck hip-hop harry i hate that shit i hate fucking i hate when they fucking try to I don't even want to talk about it. It was a kid show. Fuck that bear. Anyways, um, yo, let's talk about what matters. Prince Harry, bro, he's trying to do what the people need, man. He's trying to ban Fortnite, okay? Listen, the Prince of England said, fuck Fortnite. It's not good for the kids. And, you know, me being a residential Fortnite hater. No, I'm not really a Fortnite hater. I do think it's overrated. I don't hate it, but I do think it's overrated. But I do think it's funny. This motherfucker is trying to ban Fortnite. And, you know, a wise man once said, named Erdok Rex in Mass Effect, um, he once said that find the enemy of my enemy and there I will find a friend and it sounds like Prince Harry is the enemy of Fortnite and I'm the enemy of Fortnite therefore I'm friends with Prince I mean the only friend I was ever the only Prince I would have befriended was the one that used to sing Purple Rain and 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 Lil Red Corvette and fucking uh, Raspberry Beret but I guess I can befriend the Prince of England or some shit. Nigga, what do you do in England? Nobody knows. Anyways, I guess he wants to ban Fortnite. Uh, here's the quote. Uh, he says, Fortnite shouldn't be allowed. Where is the benefit of having it in your household? It created... I wish I had an English accent so I can... I, I'm not even going to attempt it. I can't do an English accent. That, that's one of the few that I can't do. Uh, I just... I'm, I'm not good at... I'm just I'm too black. I'm too black. I'm too black. I'm just too black. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, listen, uh, let me start this over. <laughs> All right, he said Fortnite should not be allowed. Where is the benefit of having it in your household? It created an attic and an addiction to keep you in front of a computer for as long as possible. It's so irresponsible. It's like waiting for the damage to be done and kids turning up on your footstamps and families being broken down. Um What's the name? So basically, he feels like Fortnite is too addictive. We're sitting in front of the computers too much and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, he's not wrong, but I also don't think it's the government's place. I mean, I, I don't think I'm like 99.99% sure that the well, I know because they have prime ministers and they have the fucking parliament over there. This nigga doesn't even have any fucking power, so I don't even know why he's talking. But it, it, I just want to say it's not the government's place to fuck sit there and regulate how much you sit in front of a computer. But at the same time, I feel like he's not wrong. We do sit in the front of the computer a lot too much uh, and we becoming very sedentary and weak. Um, but like, I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't necessarily agree with him about how much you should let people play Fortnite. Let the parents decide how much their kids should be playing Fortnite. How about, how about we bring parenting back? Hashtag bring parenting back. Let's do that. Stop letting the Xbox babysit your son and daughter. Um, but at the same time, I'm still team Prince Harry because I'm ready for Fortnite to get the fuck up out of here. Um, I don't agree with what he said, but I do agree. Let's ban Fortnite for a different reason. Um, I'm just, I'm just sick of this fucking game. I'm sick of it. I'm tired. I'm sick. I'm tired. I'm sick and I'm tired and I'm tired and I'm sick. Cause what are we on season eight? Like I, you know, I, I don't even, I stopped playing that shit. Like after like season two or whatever, I never really played it like that in the first place, but fucking I, every time I open up one of my friends streaming that shit, the, the game got fucking, fucking airplanes and alien spaceships and fucking, uh, hamster orbs and that shit. Now I don't even know what's going on. And then literally right before I started recording fucking news just broke that they're fucking stealing another feature from apex legends. They're bringing the fucking revive van into the game. So revivals are coming into the game now. Um, and I honestly, I don't, I don't feel like Fortnite is that great of a game. I feel like it's just popular because it's free. And most of you motherfuckers is broke, so you're in. So then all your friends are playing it. So then you feel like you gotta play it, and it becomes a peer pressure thing. But if you actually take a step back and look at it, the game is is average. It's maybe slightly above average. There's nothing really special about it. I honestly feel like people only play it because it's free. All their friends are playing it, so it's a peer pressure thing. And then most of you motherfuckers are clout chasers, and like you won't admit it. Like you just play the game. You just stream it because you're trying to get views and you're trying to get popular. You're trying to become the next ninja or 
Tifu or I, I don't know who's popular in the fucking Fortnite community. So I'm going to rally behind fucking Prince Harry and Prince Vegeta. And we're going to get together. We're going to ban Fortnite. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't. I don't. I don't know what I'm talking about. I just wanted to shit on Fortnite, basically. Uh, I, uh, jokes aside, though, uh, I don't actually hate the game. I just think it's overrated, and I feel like it, I'm, I'm over. I'm tired of people talking about this fucking game. I'm ready for something else to become popular. I'm ready for like gaming always works in 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 phases. When I first came into the game, Call of Duty was the game that everybody was making YouTube videos about and streaming, and then kind of became like 2K at one point. Um, what's the name there's been other games but it's just it's it's i thought apex was gonna be next but it looks like the momentum is slowing down uh they kind of fucked up with that season pass that season pass was ass all the skins were ass i mean i do like i do like the new character but the season the the skins weren't that great and there just wasn't much incentive for people to come back to apex so um they gotta do something to get the momentum back because i'm ready to ban fortnite um and that's all i got to say about that so if you want to ban fortnite let's band together and say hey epic games fucking bring the servers back for paragon because <laughs> i miss this fucking paragon bro i just fucking miss it bro and it's funny yo because i was sitting there joking i had no intention of doing this but that perfectly segues way into my next topic fucking paragon remake so if you're unfamiliar Paragon was a third-person MOBA, very unique, beautiful graphics, um, had verticality in it, really cool effects and all the southern heroes and stuff like that. It was made by Epic Games. This is the game that they were really pushing really hard before uh, Fortnite. Um, I, I, I think I told this story before, but like I actually got to go to Epic Games Studio for a Paragon like event community event and like i remember when fortnite was just a little hole in the wall they were literally giving us a, a tour of epic games studio and there was like um there was a section in the studio where there was like four or five developers in the back working on this like cartoony looking game and i remember asking the community manager at the time which who was arctic i was like yo i was like what are they working on over there uh in that room like what are they working on like are you guys allowed to talk about it? he's like oh yeah, yeah. He's like, we're working on this new foot game called fortnite this is before they even revealed it i had saw it behind closed doors and this is back when it was just a tower defense game and they were like begging us to fucking begging us to play that game yo man we'll get you some alpha keys you guys want to play it like, yeah we playing paragon man this is the future dog well, i was wrong about that uh <laughs> well i wasn't wrong because nobody did want to play uh fortnite when it first came out people people forget fortnite was a fucking floposaurus bro is that even a word i don't even know that's a new dinosaur it was a fucking floposaurus dog that shit came out what is this tower defense bullshit get this shit out my mother bye bye that shit was garbage bro and they saw it was garbage nobody was playing it and they were fucking shaking in their boots so then they decided to copy PUBG and do a battle royale format and then it became just a straight battle royale game and now people don't even remember that it was originally a tower defense game but um yeah um paragon yeah it it wasn't doing bad but it wasn't doing particularly great either it basically wasn't growing at the rate that um what's the name epic games wanted the game to grow it it basically fortnite battle royale came on the scene it exploded and they were making a shit ton of money off of the rip and epic looked at that and they said well why should we keep the servers on for paragon if it's slowly growing because the mobile market is hard to get into like the mobile market has its established players it has league it has dota um smite is maybe like third place so at best i feel like i don't feel like league is going anywhere still at best paragon could have been like a strong two if it could take dota spot um or maybe third if it could take smite spot and it was just struggling 
to find its place in the market because like it's like people who play MOBAs because MOBAs because MOBA is a strategy game and it takes so much time to sit there and learn and get good at it. People who play MOBAs tend to don't sit around and just jump around and play different games. They get good and then they become world champions and millionaires and shit like that. Um, so it was just a hard market to penetrate. It was hard to bring in new players, but it had a very strong core community and they weren't listening. And then the game ended up collapsing because they weren't listening to their community and it wasn't growing and they just shut it down. Um, long behold, a year later, um, it's crazy that I'm recording this because literally uh, the game, it's almost been a year exactly. The game closed down April something last year. It's been exactly a year since uh, Paragon shut down and Paragon remakes are coming. Um, so for those of you unaware, Paragon released, not Epic released the assets to Paragon. So basically anybody who wants it, they can download them on the internet and they can create their own game using Paragon's assets, the level assets, the characters, all that shit, the menus and the UI and all that shit. Um, and it's funny too because uh, Soldier Boy got exposed. Soldier Boy is coming out with some battle royale game he posted on Instagram, and somebody tweeted me uh, hit the video, and he's like, "Yo, you seen this shit?" And he was Soldier Boy was just like bragging, "Yo, I got my own battle royale, Big Draco got the Big Draco battle royale game coming. Y'all ain't ready for this shit." And in the video, it was Kalari, bro. So if you play Paragon, you know Kalari is one of the assassins from Paragon. This nigga downloaded Epic Games Paragon fucking free assets, and then he's talking about he's making a battle royale game. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with him down loading the assets because i mean at the end of the day that's what epic put them on the internet for for people to utilize and create things with them but the thing is, is don't don't get on the internet and act like you sat there and created that character like that's some original shit nigga that's kalari from fucking paragon and you acting like you made something original boy bye anyways um paragon remakes are coming a year later um there's like a million of them so basically what happened is like i said paragon has a very strong core community you can find them on the forums and Reddit and stuff like that. And a lot of people that were in the Reddit, they formed their own game studios because they did not want Paragon to die. Um, and especially after they released all the assets to the wild for free. So you got a bunch of companies uh, forming and they're making their own versions of Paragon. Um, and like they're, the big ones was, I think, Phoenix Rising. But I think that studio collapsed. Um, there was another one. There's one being made by one dude in like Korea. But I don't really, that game looks kind of rough. I don't know about that. Then there's um, the big one that everybody's kind of hyping up is made by Metabuff Studios. I think there's like 60 people on from the, the Reddit that are on the staff or something like that. Don't quote me on that. Or it might be. I've read 15. I've read 60. I don't know. Conflicting reports. Who really cares? Um, but they're working really hard. It looks like that one has the best chance of succeeding. And then there's one that just entered Alpha like last week. It's called Predecessor. Would they have like a small team of like 10 to 15 people? Um and the reason I wanted to bring this up is like is, is, is a Paragon refugee, someone who's just looking. I feel lost without having a MOBA to play like nothing was like Paragon. And I just I can't play League. I can't play any of these fucking overhead uh, fucking. I can't even play Smite because it doesn't have the verticality of Paragon. It was a very unique and a very good game. And it just needed some tweaks and balances and needed better tutorials to explain to people. One of the biggest problems with Paragon is the community. The, most of the community was on PS4 and most people on PS4. I'm sorry. I hate to bring it to you guys. Don't take offense to this. You guys didn't know how to play MOBAs. Uh, so then a lot of times the PS4 and the PC community were at each other's necks in terms of how to improve the game because PC players tend to be more experienced with MOBAs and they know how things should work in terms of balance. And PS4 players, they just kind of were just saying shit and Epic didn't know who to listen to and it just kind of turned into this shit show. Anyways, um, Predecessor released into Alpha this week. Um, I, I, I don't know how to get into the Alpha. I tried to get into it. 
Uh, it seems like they're only giving it to very specific people. Um, but that being said, I don't really care to play it anymore after seeing the gameplay because uh, a, a lot of people were like, oh, it's just an alpha. Don't be too hard on it. I, I'm not going to beat around the bush. It doesn't look that great. Uh, I, I don't really have too much hope for it. I'm not saying I, I would never wish failure upon anybody. But just based off of what I saw, I didn't look at that and say, okay, I can see where they're going. I looked at it. I was like, mm, I don't know about that. Um, it just looked very rough around the edges. The map didn't work. The game, the character was really sluggish. Uh, I was watching a podcast. Apparently, the, the the alpha lacks the ability to cancel animations, so you can't like combo into other animations. So it's like basically you have to do a basic hit, and then if you want to use an ability, use an ability, then a basic hit, ability. Like it's just like one, two, three, four. Like you can't just keep hitting the buttons and shit like that. Um, the mini map didn't work. Um, it was it looked like hits weren't registering they were saying there was a lot of latency um like they're like the the range characters that were there like i was watching like some gadget gameplay it didn't even look like lightning was coming out of her gun it just looked like a hot mess to be honest it i'll put it this way it wasn't like flat out terrible but it looked like a fan-made game and to be honest i don't want to play a f- <coughs> i don't want to play a fan-made game what was that <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, let me take a swig of this water. Hold up. Like I said, doing these fucking solo podcasts, man. This just makes niggas throat harsh. Hold up. Ah, push it. Ah, push it. All right, let me stop. Um. Anyways. Um. Yeah, it looks like it's a fan made game. Um. And I don't want to play a fan made game. I want to make. I want to play a game that looks like it's made by fans, but actually have experience with developing games and. The closest studio to looking like they can pull it off is MetaBuff Studios. They're working, and not only that, I don't even like. I don't like the name predecessor. I just don't like it. I like MetaBuff Studios. What they they did a podcast just yesterday. They showed off the map, and then they showed off their Kalari. The animations look better. The map looks a whole lot better. The graphics, the uh, the lighting, it looks optimized. They didn't show any combat or any minions or the lanes, but you got to see the towers and the map and stuff like that. And it's looking like they have the best chance of putting together something um and i'm you know this is just me like yo go hard i will i will say this like it when that because the alpha for core i like the name core period like i, I like that for uh uh a moba that, that works i like core because at the end of the day the point is to get the core right um the 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 moba's alpha is april 20 something don't quote me on that but it's april 20 something i'm gonna try to get into it they said they're giving away 10,000 keys and i will say if i like what i see i'll stream it um, and I'll support it. I'll bring core to the channel, um, the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the black Okage. Um, I'm hoping that this is the one because like the rest of these studios, I just don't see it. And it feels like this is the last piece of hope to keep the game alive. But I did think about it. I was like, yo, what if this game does succeed core? I'm like, how is that going to work? Is Epic, is Epic going to be salty about it? Like if the game blows up, are they going to want to try to put it? Because, you know, the new thing is they're trying to absorb every fucking game and put them on the Epic Game Store. Are they going to try to get it on the Epic Store and maybe throw some money behind the game to support it? Like, how would the community feel about that? I don't want Epic touching nothing, bro. Y'all already didn't listen once. And you know what's funny? You know what's fucking funny about fucking Paragon? The reason that game collapses is because Epic was not listening to their stu- to their community. And Fortnite is in, like, at least from what I see on my Twitter timeline, because I don't play that shit. But it's looking like that game is in fucking chaos right now because they're adding and they're adding features in that the community doesn't like and they're not listening to the community and that's what happens 
when you're making so much fucking money so quickly you start to get arrogant and like let me find out the downfall of fortnite could be that they're not listening to their community once again which is the reason that fortnite even blew up in the first place they were listening to the community but hey man uh metabus studios if anybody hears this uh i i i hope that you guys do well i hope you guys listen to the community i hope you guys put something together yo send your boy a key uh he's trying to check it out um i will support you guys if i like what i see um i don't wish failure i don't even wish failure predecessor or any other these remakes but i will say the one thing before we wrap this paragon section up i do think that there's too many freaking companies making paragon games i don't understand why everybody doesn't just join forces and combine all of that thinking power all of that manpower all that talent into one game um then we wouldn't have something as janky as predecessor because that shit is janky and i don't know i'm i'm i don't want to sit around and wait and hope it gets better and just fucking i'm not trying to be 35 years old hoping paragon comes back at some point you got to let it go it's been a year now um it's the anniversary of the game closing down which is the perfect time i think they did that on purpose metabuff did that on purpose with core uh their alpha not only does the map look better the animations look better but uh supposedly the alpha's uh releasing with 15 characters so there's going to be a lot more to test there um and hopefully they make a good impression i wish you guys the best of luck i wish predecessor and anybody else making game paragon games the best of luck but i wish i would just fucking combine into one studio whatever i'm, t- I'm tired of talking about games uh let's move on to the live section of the podcast um i don't i don't have any uh i don't have any like voicemails that i wanted to play because and then i don't have any like uh tweets that i wanted to read about it's more so something that i just wrote in my notes for the live section of the podcast um basically what i wanted to say is people are full of shit um yo stop stomp just stomp stomp fucking sending me questions that just repeat questions from last week's episode or the week before like so i put out a tweet i put out a tweet i was like yo i'm working on podcast notes for the next episode which would be this episode uh leave your suggestions on topics below brett you guys can suggest any topics that you want but it's like people keep suggesting the same fucking topics and the shit is annoying and it further proves my point i think i talked about this in a previous podcast about how people be in their own way they don't listen you have the power of information in the palm of your hand with your fucking phone and you don't take the time to research or better yourself in any type of way but then you have the nerve to ask people for information that you aren't you have, you have the nerve to ask people and i'm not specifically talking about you the listener just people in general people have the nerve to ask people information that they don't even have any plan on absorbing like that's just fucking annoying to me bro it's, I, like i put out the tweet and like all the responses like i don't want to say all but like 80 percent of the responses were hey i just started a podcast do you have any advice on i i did an episode on that bro if you listen to the podcast you would know that oh 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 so can you give me some advice on how to grow my twitch and my youtube I literally did a fucking episode where I broke down how to fucking how you can grow or how you can get sponsorships. And I, I, I literally wrote it down like verbatim. I gave so much fucking specific advice. And it's like people just be in their own way. It's like you, you're just talking. You're just talking like what I'm doing right now. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm just talking. But I'm talking with a purpose. Y'all motherfuckers just be talking. And you be in your own way. Don't ask questions if you don't have any plan on absorbing any of the fucking content, bro. Because at this point, this podcast is like six months old, I think, or something like that. It's like I get people have lives. Um, that, that's one thing I think people think misconstrue about me. Like I, I be getting upset because, like, I know my audience is older. According to my analytics, my audience is between the ages of sixteen and thirty-four. Uh, so young, young men, young women, adults working, going to college. 
and you're busy you got you got jobs you got college you got you a boo uh you're busy you're trying to figure out your life i get it so you don't have time to sit here and listen to me all fucking day watch my streams all day watch youtube all day i don't even expect you to do that because you're a fucking adult what i will say is if you say you fuck with me like you do and you follow me on twitter if i got 15 episodes of a fucking podcast out and you're following my tweets and inquiring about the podcast i would hope that you heard at least one episode if i put out fucking seven videos there's seven days in a, in a week right if i put out fucking seven videos you could at least check out one of the fucking videos you know what i'm saying like and it would save you a lot of time from fucking looking stupid like i i, I don't know it's just irritating it's just frustrating to me that people are constantly asking the same questions over and over of things that I listen to. And it's like, bro, you're not even listening to the podcast. So why are you at? Don't ask me nothing if you ain't going to fucking listen in the first place. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Hopefully I don't come across as like an asshole. Hopefully people understand where I'm coming from. If you don't, oh, well, I'll be back next week bitching some more. Um, <laughs> uh, let's move on to the motherfucking movie section of the podcast. Let me get a spook of this water real quick. Movies. I haven't talked about that on this podcast in a while now. Mainly because I don't watch a lot of movies. If you know me, the the joke for GI, they like to clown me because all I watch is Marvel movies. Like I give a fuck. I'm a proud movie. I'm a proud Marvel movie watcher. I don't I don't go to the movies to figure out the meaning of life. Same thing with anime. I don't watch anime to find the fucking meaning of life, okay? I don't I don't want to watch Evangelion or no shit like that. And don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that's a bad anime. I'm saying I don't watch cartoons. I don't watch movies to figure out the meaning of life. Figure out some fucking philosophical shit. Niggas just want to watch shit blow up. Niggas want to watch friendship. Niggas want to watch romance and shit, bro. Like, ain't nobody trying to see all that that thinking shit bro i go to the movies to fucking relax i want to kick my feet up and watch captain america bust a nigga upside the head with that motherfucking vibranium shield how about that and that's what we talking about in game the fucking tickets went on sale this past week man trailers have been dropping the hype has been building thanos is snapping his motherfucking fingers and just like that when he snapped them fingers I was on fucking Fandango trying to buy them tickets, man. So they dropped a new trailer, and at the end of the trailer, the tickets, the tickets, uh, they said the tickets was on sale. Fucking Fandango and all the other movie websites was, they was fucking crashing, crashing. They was crashing, just like Ludacris and Crash. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, the shit was crashing, bro. <laughs> A young nigga had to wait thirty minutes. First of all, I didn't even know this was a thing. I I had to wait thirty minutes in line for a fucking virtual ticket. I went online to pre-order my movie tickets, and I had to fucking uh get a. I had to wait thirty minutes in line. It made you wait thirty minutes, and then after the thirty minutes was up, it said, "All right, it's your turn. You have five minutes to purchase your tickets or get the fuck out." And I'm not gonna lie, man. Them in-game tickets, they was look. It was looking spooky. It was looking spooky. Thank God I am single now because. If a nigga had to buy two tickets, I would have had to wait probably a week or two before I could see this movie, but I didn't. I only needed one ticket for me because I'm single, nigga. So a nigga's in there day one. Not even day one. I'm in there day zero. The movie come out Friday. I'm seeing that bitch Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hate on me because I got in-game tickets. 
<laughs> so I'm about to see that motherfucking rocket rack home, pull up with the claw. I'm about to see Spider-Man, you know what I'm saying? Maybe come back to life because you know he ain't dead. There's a new Spider-Man coming out. I'm about to see Black Panther come back. You know he ain't dead. There's a new Black Panther coming out. I'm about to see fucking fucking Tony Stark fly through. Pew, 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 pew. Shit, fucking all the bad bitches in Wakanda and shit. Fucking Ant-Man shrinking and growing. Like, oh, that shit's gonna be fire, bro. That shit's gonna be fucking Bucky about to pull up with the metallic arm and choke a bitch. Is fucking is the white wolf gonna have to choke a bitch? <laughs> Cause he will. Cause he motherfucking will. <laughs> Yo, so I got my tickets. The sites was crashing. It's just crazy to see like the hype behind this. Like this is like an event. Like I feel like I remember like I remember when I was younger. I remember thinking to myself like when the first, I think was it Iron Man one or two, when uh fucking. Samuel Jackson showed up at the end and he was like, I'm working on the Avengers initiative. And like, that was the first hint to like, oh, okay. All these movies are building up to create this universe so that we can have the Avengers. I remember thinking when I was younger that like, I could, I could die and be happy if I just live long enough to see the Avengers. And then like, <clears throat> the Avengers 2 came out and then fucking, we had the Civil War and Thanos and all this other shit. And that's kind of how I feel right now. It's like, just let me live long enough to like, let me see this shit, bro. Let me let me see it for real. Let me what, what what's behind the curtain? Let me see. Let me see. Fucking oh my god, bro. This shit is fucking three hours too. They said the runtime is three hours and like two minutes. Nigga, you better use the bath. Listen, bro. I, Cause somebody sitting next to me, the theater's gonna be packed. Whoever sitting next to me, if you ever hear this shit, don't come over there with no fucking loud ass snacks. Don't come over there with no fucking loud ass drinks. <laughs> Ain't nobody trying to hear all that, bro. Don't be fucking getting up, using the bathroom every five seconds, fucking hogging up all the screen, blocking it with your big ass body and shit. Sit the fuck down and see what's about to happen because Racket Raccoon is in this bitch, bro. That's what I'm saying. So like me, I'm gonna probably get like, you know, a little small popcorn, a small drink because, you know, I, I don't want to fill my bladder up and then have to get up at any point during this three hour session. A nigga is about to be tuned in. And listen, if you go in to see Endgame, whether you're a man or a female, if you're a man and you bring in your woman, or if you're a woman and you bring in your man, control your date. Ain't nobody trying to hear their fucking mouth. Turn your phone off. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up, my nigga. Shut up. I'm trying to see what's going on with Thanos. I'm sick of this fucking shit, bro. Don't bring your date. And listen, and then also don't bring your date if they're not conducive to the game plan, okay? Anybody who's going to see Endgame want to watch fucking Endgame. I don't want to kiss. I don't want I, nothing. Don't hold my hand. Don't try to hug me. Don't be doing none of that shit, bro. Niggas just want to look at that screen and see what's popping. They about to see what's popping in Wakanda. Okay? Thank you. I don't know where this... This podcast is awful. What am I talking about? Oh, my God. Okay. <clears throat> other movie news. <laughs> uh, other movie news. Listen. Listen. Linda. 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 The Joker trailer came out. So, I mean, we've known that a Joker movie was coming out for some time. Um, but, uh, I didn't know what to think of it. Like, it's one of those things is like, who was asking for a Joker movie, you know? Uh, what, and, and also it's like, what's peanut butter without jelly? What is Batman without Joker? What's Joker without Batman? Is Batman going to have an appearance in this movie? Cause if not, I don't really get the appeal of it. Like, it's just going to be a crazy motherfucker blowing shit up for no fucking reason. Like, and everybody knows that the Joker just wants to see the world burn. There's not much depth to his character. I don't feel like. 
unless they're unless they're portraying one of the jokers from like a different universe that has a different personality and like a different backstory i don't know because I, I haven't dug too much into it um but if it's just the traditional joker who's just a crazy motherfucker from an insane asylum like what's gonna be the story for this um i'm 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 taking i'm gonna i'm willing to bet money they're probably gonna go with a different joker who actually has some type of backstory or, or something new about him i don't know too much about it but i um it's looking like they're going to be dealing with like mental health and bullying and all this other stuff from the trailer. I don't know. I like the music in the trailer and the cinematography. Um, it looks like the actor is going to be decent. Um, but I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Who, who's pre-ordering tickets. I don't know. It's kind of hard to follow up in game with the Joker because I mean, mainly I don't really be joking. You feel me? Like I ain't really I already told you I ain't in no April's Fool's no London shit. So like to go to the like y'all showing up in a, in a, in a clown suit like man matter of fact a lot of y'all niggas that listen to this podcast is clowns anyway y'all going to see the joker y'all going to see it i know you are i don't know what i guess i get it's an origin story but like what's the end game does the movie end with him fucking with batman because if that's the case that's kind of disappointing because then it'll be kind of like the biggie or the tupac movie like come on bro we know what happens at the end of the tupac movie come on come on i didn't see it but i know what happens i, I knew what happened at the end of the biggie movie Here's a spoiler. He doesn't survive. R.I.P. Biggie, Christopher Wallace. Uh, but like, what happens at the end of the Joker movie? Does he run into Kid Batman? Like, oh my, yo, the funniest shit would be they do a fucking Gotham promo at the end of the Joker trailer, at the end of the Joker movie. Tune in to season eight of the Gotham <laughs> featuring the Joker. Man, I don't know about that movie. I don't know if that's a day one for me, especially because I don't trust DC. Um, People said Aquaman was all right. Shazam is getting good reviews, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I might have to wait till an alleged link is online. Trap out the bandwidth, man. I've been burned one too many times by DC. I mean, Wonder Woman was okay. The first half of the movie was pretty good, but the second half of Wonder Woman was fucking awful, bro. It was a CG mess. And then on top of that, I what I hated about Wonder Woman was like they they propped her up as this empowerment for women and like she was a strong woman that didn't need a man and at the end of the day she did all that shit for a man i found that to be very ironic and just stupid i was just like come on bro fucking wonder woman is a bad bitch okay i mean who doesn't want to be a bad bitch come on <laughs> it was just a little disappointing it was just a little disappointing so the joker movie's coming i don't know what to expect from it um i'm, I'm halfway intrigued after that trailer at first i was not interested at all but that trailer was interesting i can say it was interesting um i didn't pre-order tickets i wasn't waiting to know live for that shit this shit ain't no thanos or nothing like that but you know we gotta keep i'm gonna keep my eye on it i will i will i'll keep my eye on it or whatever um uh last piece of movie news <sighs> ladies and gentlemen netflix is hiking the price on their service once again netflix 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 you're fucking up you're fucking up so if you're unaware netflix announced that a price hike uh price increase will be coming to netflix um in 2019 i believe um <clears throat> so the basic plan will go from eight to nine dollars um the hd streaming on two devices will go from 11 to 13 dollars per month and the premium plan will increase from 14 to $16 a month. And Netflix's reason for this being is Netflix has been heavily investing in original content and they feel like they need to bump up the price of their service in order to in order to keep supplying people what they need for um what's the name to to watch the joint. Listen, I what 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 are they investing in? That's what I want to know because they canceled Daredevil. They canceled Luke Cage. They canceled Jessica Jones. They canceled fucking fucking uh what's that shit that my nigga to be shooting shit 
uh fucking devil may cry now <laughs> the punisher they they fucking they they canceled the punisher i didn't, i haven't even watched season two of the punisher because it's no point it's no point i didn't finish season three of daredevil either it's no point it's depressing i'm sad i'm sad right now i'm sad podcast over um it's no fucking point they can't they all their best shows they canceled it i don't want to watch the fucking un uncontrollable kimmy smits or whatever that shit is i don't want to watch that shit i don't want to watch marco polo i don't even i don't even play marco polo when i go to the pool why would i close my eyes and scream marco in hopes that a nigga scream polo in the damn pool and you asking me to do that on netflix shut the fuck up bro man in the high castle is better than a lot of shit that's on netflix and that's on amazon amazon just needs a few more shows to stick at the fucking netflix bro but what else does what other original shows fucking oranges of the new black i i was over that after season two i was over oranges of the new black when fucking spoiler if you haven't watched the show just go ahead and skip a few seconds past this i was over it in like season two when the fucking security guard had a baby with one of the fucking prisoners i'm like really bro like this show is so fucking stupid now y'all are promoting simps you fucked up prison bitch bro oh oh what the fuck was that? <laughs> I was like, yo, I can't even watch this shit, though. I'm good off of this shit, bro. And then y'all got rid of the Marvel shows. I'm a Marvel nigga, bro. And you know the worst part about them fucking canceling all the Marvel shows is deep down, deep down, like, I think all of us, we all hope that Matt Murdock might one day show up and fight alongside fucking, fucking Black Panther and Captain America and fucking Rocket Raccoon. I just like saying Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I'm not. Yo, I just like saying Rocket Raccoon, bro. I love saying that shit. Fucking Jessica Jones fighting side by side by Colleen Wing and Misty Knight. Fucking the Punisher shooting it out with Ant Man and shit. Like, imagine the Punisher just shooting bullets and Ant Man riding one of the bullets and shit right into a nigga eyeball and shit. Fucking. Who, who else? Luke Cage just show up and be black. Be like, hey, black man. And be like, hey, hey, hey. Fucking having a barbecue and shit. That shit be fire, bro. But nope, nope. They canceled this shit. And then y'all got the nerve to fucking to fucking increase the price. If you wanted to increase the price, you should have announced new Marvel shows or you should have at least renewed Daredevil and the Punisher because those were the two best ones. And Luke Cage was okay. Like it, it depends on who you ask, but but at least keep the Punisher and the Daredevil. But nah, they increasing the price. But I'm a, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. I'm a, I'm a fucking liar and a hypocrite. Uh, I'm I'm not lying about the fucking the fucking price increase. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I don't even pay for Netflix, nigga. I got somebody else's account for it. Yo, shout out to my boo. You know, you know, give me a little password to her account. I'll be on her shit. So you know how that go. But I used to pay. I used to pay for it, but I stopped. I stopped paying because fucking I would only I would literally only pay for it when the Marvel shows would come out. And then when I was done with it, I would cancel my plan. And then they changed the rule last year to where you can no longer cancel it whenever you want. So when you try because so you can come back whenever you want. But what happens is if they find that you keep renewing your account, they'll add a five dollar service fee onto it. So let's say you want to watch for April, right? Then May you cancel it and then you come back for June. June, it would cost you eight dollars plus another five to restart your account fuck out of here bro somebody give me their password in case you know things fall through with my boo <sighs> pay for netflix fuck out of here anyways uh <laughs> uh why does anybody listen to this podcast i don't know i don't know i don't know 
Um, but 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 what is I about to say? What was I about to say? Um, yo, okay, so I I got some shit that I want to talk about on the on the music section. Um, we've been joking around kind of this whole time, but we kind of gonna get serious right here for a moment, just for a little bit. Um, so since the last podcast, Nipsey Hussle passed away. If you're unfamiliar, he's a rapper from LA, entrepreneur, a guy that I personally looked up to. It's not a it's not a lot of people that I look up to or like admire like that mainly because most people ain't shit um y- y'all gotta stop worshiping celebrities i mean I, di- I didn't worship nipsey i don't worship anybody uh but y- y'all gotta stop worshiping celebrities and then be surprised when they turn out to be fucking pedophiles and creeps and weirdos um just because a nigga can can hold a note does not mean they're a good person okay all right anyways uh <laughs> uh but yeah r.i.p to fucking nipsey hustle so he passed away uh i admire this dude just because um not only did i enjoy his music and you know what's crazy i didn't realize i had been listening to his music for so long like it it's been like almost like 10 years uh somebody had tweeted me like several people had tweeted me they was like yo it's crazy that nipsey passed away because it's like the only reason i even knew about him i found him through you and i didn't even know that and then i had tweeted somebody back and they linked me of like one of my old videos from like six or seven years ago on youtube and uh back in the day if you follow me on youtube what i used to do is at the end of every one of my videos, I used to play a song that I was listening to. I would always try to put people on to music, uh, new music that I was listening to. Like hip hop has always kind of been a big part of my YouTube channel, but I had to stop doing that because for copyright reasons, because keep in mind, uh, seven years ago on YouTube, like copyright existed and it was in the terms of service. I mean, copyright has always existed in America pretty much, but like it, they, it, the internet was still like fresh and new, this whole YouTube thing. Um, and they didn't really enforce the rules like that. So it's like, you could still get away with a lot. Um, and they started clamping down on copyright shit. So then I had to stop putting music in my videos and a lot of people stopped supporting me for just losing certain things like that on my channel, like personality, which I find to be funny because I have no control over copyright laws. But, you know, motherfuckers, like I said, I, I don't know if I said it in this podcast or I might have said it in a video. I, yeah, I said it in a video on my YouTube channel. Motherfuckers don't find any reason not to support you. But anyways, um, but yeah, I didn't realize I had been listening to some soul for so long. So, yeah, I had an old Nipsey song in one of my videos from like seven years ago. I was like, damn, I have been listening to dude like that long because a lot of people, um, a lot of people just started streaming his music which is good stream his music because for those of you unaware what was really dope about nipsey is he owned his masters he owns his masters and of course now that he passed away it goes to his family and when you own your masters he makes all his money he makes all the money off his own music he was a true independent artist um so if you stream his music all that money goes to his kids and his family so at least you can help the family if you stream if you've never heard any of his music at least stream it once to help the family out or whatever like that um and like I, I it's 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 a lot of things first of all it's sad first of all when he, when he first passed away the conspiracy started uh with whole because he was working on a, a documentary about dr sebi who was a herbalist a herbalist i think that's how you said uh who was a he was a he was a doctor quote unquote that believed in herbal medicine um and he, he claimed that he had a cure for aids um and then he mysteriously passed away so the conspiracy of the government killed him uh and nipsey was working on a documentary before he passed away highlighting dr sebi so then as soon as he passed away people were making conspiracies that the government killed nipsey uh because he was working on that documentary and they didn't want to know the truth but it's looking like that might not be the case uh i mean this is still ongoing uh you're, you're guilty until presumed i mean guilty you're innocent until found guilty in the court of law so i, I do want to be fair with that but the man the main suspect that they found it it's looking like the story is it's somebody that nipsey knew um and from the neighborhood and he was just a hater 
Um, and the story that's going around, I cannot confirm this, but the story that's going around is that apparently this dude was known. He was a known informant. He snitched on somebody and Nipsey wasn't comfortable. He was hanging out around the store and Nipsey wasn't comfortable with him around. And he basically called him a snitch and asked him to, you know, remove his remove himself from the place. He's like, yo, we don't hang out with snitches. And I guess the guy felt emasculated. He felt embarrassed. So he came back and put some, he put a bullet in Nipsey's head. Um, and now the dude is, it, it sucks too. Cause the way the dude is, he's trying to, you can tell he's going to try to plea for insanity. So they found the suspect, uh, turning himself into an insane asylum. Uh, is that what they call them or a mental health hospital? I think is the more politically correct term. Um, so it's looking like he's trying to set up his defense to, he didn't know what he was doing. He's crazy. But then the guy was also known in the neighborhood as being a hater and a rapper. I don't know. The facts are still coming out. The story is still playing out. I think the bottom line is this is just sad, period. If it really turns out that this was just over envy and embarrassment, like, I don't care what nobody says to me. Like, if you call me a snitch, A, I know I'm not a snitch. But B, like, that's not a reason to go shoot nobody. Like, that, that's just fucking stupid if that's really what, the, what really happened. It's just sad because it's, it's a dude that I admired, mainly because he's one of the rappers that... Like Rick Ross talks about buying back the block and shit like that. This dude is really buying back the block. Like he had a whole shopping area in on Slauson, which was his neighborhood. He was investing in his neighborhood. He was talking about investing in like uh, different cryptocurrencies. Um, he owned his masters. And then not only that, but like he was buying back the block and the, the, the places of businesses that he was opening up. He was employing people from the neighborhood. So he was he was stimulating the economy and he was improving his neighborhood. And it's like somebody took his life and it's like, why would you? I wouldn't wish death upon anybody or nothing like that. But it's like, damn, like out of all the rappers, like why you take that one, bro? Like, why can't you just take one of these dumb motherfuckers? Like, once again, I'm not I'm just I'm just saying I'm just talking to be honest. Like, I wouldn't wish death upon anybody. But it's like, damn, out of out of those people, like, come on, bro like nipsey is one of those and i think i think the way you can tell that like he's really super respected is like you haven't heard anybody say anything bad about this man bro like everybody was like yo this dude talked that talk like he was about empowering black people he has interviews where he's always just talking about empowering his people and shit like that and it was really it was really i'm not gonna lie like most of the time when celebrities pass away i'd be like damn that's a shame r.i.p to such and such but like i don't get like upset about it and i wouldn't say that i was like super upset about his passing but I did like I, I'm gonna I'd be a liar to sit here and say that I didn't get a little bit teary eyed like this one did it did it did hit me differently I was like this is some this is this one was different it's like damn why did you have to take him and then it made me especially like a little teary eyed when I seen that video of um the game I think he was on either IG stories or Snapchat and he was driving down downtown LA or something like that and then like he was just fucking ranting and you could tell he was like crying he was like why you take my bands why him out of everybody and this that and the third and like i never seen the you know game is known for being a tough motherfucker i never seen him act like that but like to see him just get that visually upset like that shit was crazy like yeah just, this one this one hit different and like i i seen some comments on like the joe budden podcast and like some other hip-hop videos i was watching like I just been watching like I've been on YouTube watching like other people's takes on Nipsey's death and shit like that. And I seen some comments a lot of people were saying that like I wasn't old enough to be alive to see when uh, BIG and Pac died. So like it didn't or like I was young so it didn't hit me. But this one like they're not they weren't saying that Nipsey was on Pac and Tupac Tupac and Biggie's level, but like this one hit them almost like on that level and like I get what they're saying like I feel that like I was old enough. I, I remember when Pac and Biggie died, but I guess I was too young to where it didn't really hit me. But like this one definitely hit me because not only did I enjoy, I, I genuinely enjoyed his music. 
Uh, I don't know if it was on video or not. I might have said it in a podcast, or I might have, I might have said it like in one of our hip hop videos on the GI Channel. But like I, I, I was, I'm not like some new Nipsey fan. Like I said, Victory Lap was one of my favorite albums of last year. If not, it was probably the best album. Like just because he talks about he, he's in the, he was in a mind frame that I'm similar in about owning businesses and shit. And all. like I like to hear about that in the music and stuff like that. So like I've been saying that like I fuck with his music like that. And then on top of that, he was in, investing in his community. So this one kind of hit me differently. It wouldn't have been like if something like a little pump died or something like that or like a little peep died or something like that. Like it's sad that like a little peep oh, oh, like overdosed on fucking drugs. But at the end of the day, he was self-medicating and it's just like, you know, the rest of that. So RP to that dude. This one was different. This was just somebody was envious fucking uh, and someone pulled up and put a bullet on his head. Like that shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. And. To the, to the people, you know, one thing that I hate, a narrative I hate when fucking celebrities or just anybody of any type of influence passes away, I hate people that be like, oh, now you want to stream his music. Now you want to look into who this person is. There's there's a multitude of reasons that, that, that it's like that, right? So, A, maybe they're, they want to stream Nipsey's music because they legitimately never heard of the dude. Like, I would not, and, and I can't blame people for not hearing of Nipsey because I feel like you have to be a rap fan to know who Nipsey Hustle is. He's not on a Kanye or Drake level. Like he's not those type of artists, like a Drake, a Kanye, a Jay Z. They've transcended rap. They're no, they're they're fucking just music stars. They're stars, period. So you know who they are, whether you know their music or not. Um, Nipsey, I feel like you had to be a rap fan. He was a rap star, which means he was like a star within the rap genre. But if you're not into rap, you probably didn't know who Nipsey is. So yeah, I, I, it was reported that he's picked up like 700,000 new followers on Instagram since he passed away. Yeah, it attracted a bunch of new people who are not like hardcore rap fans to look into his music because so many fucking popular outlets are reporting that this rapper that was investing in his community was about his shit passed away. So yeah, it's gonna. I don't understand why people are upset that people are just now finding out about the music the internet and the world is a big place not everybody you have to be very arrogant to think that everybody listens or watches and thinks the way that you think like it's just it's 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 a big place okay the world is a big fucking place and not everybody knew nipsey music and that's okay um and like i said now that they are streaming and he owned his masters it's actually good because he's gonna his family's going to receive all those earnings because he actually owned all of his shit um and then also too even if they weren't even if you knew his music and you weren't a big fan of it and you say r.i.p and like you're calling people hypocrites because they weren't fans and now you want to say r.i.p because he passed away there's nothing you don't have to be a fan of somebody's art in order to be in order to be sad or in order to just appreciate human life if that makes sense like why do i have to be a fan of somebody's music to send condolences it's not about the art it's about just it's, it's about just being a decent human being I don't understand why people on Twitter can't. Under- I saw a lot of those tweets. Oh, now y'all fans, because he shut the fuck up, bro. It's okay to say rest in peace to somebody. Like this shit is, and it's not even the time or the place for that shit, bro. Like shut the fuck up, bro. Um, on a more positive note, what I will say, what I respect is, um, YG announced that he, he was, um, he he had a surprise album that was supposed to drop April twelfth, but he said he delayed it till next month because he doesn't want to put out any music. It just doesn't feel right and then several other rappers said that they're not putting any music out for the time being because it just doesn't feel right it's kind of like a moment of silence for nipsey like i said the community he's one of those people like everybody just fucking respected him like he wasn't the most popular but he he was one of the most respected in the rap community um 
and like and like it was it was a lot of different rappers that said that they weren't going to be putting out their music out of respect for him uh but i will say i think uh machine gun kelly said he was going to be delaying his project for nipsey hustle I, i'm sorry machine gun kelly nobody was checking for your music uh so i don't know what you're talking about like go ahead and put that out i don't even know why you brought up nipsey's name okay stop uh <laughs> I shouldn't have made a joke, but I, I'm sorry, bro. Machine Gun Kelly, just fucking stop, bro. Just stop. I'm not going to put my music out out of respect for Nipsey. I, I'm sorry, bro. Nobody was checking for that shit. Um, so, yeah, I just want to say RIP to Nipsey. Just a few thoughts on that. Um, like I said, this one hit me different. This one hit me different. Uh, but it is what it is. Hopefully, he's in a better place. Um, and stream that man's music. Stream that. If you haven't heard Victory Lap, listen to Victory Lap uh fucking listen to crenshaw if you want something older uh i think one is the mixtape uh bullets have no names i think there's like two or three parts of that too listen to bullets have no names but uh his new listen listen to victory lap listen to victory lap that shit is fire i love that album anyways all right peter dipsy uh i don't want to end the podcast on a somber note so i got a couple more things on the music section of the podcast um Lil Nas X, if you're unfamiliar, he's a country artist that infused country with trap. Um, and he he his song broke into the Billboard Top 20, I think, for country. Um, and they recently removed his song Old, Old Town Road. I think that's what it's called. Uh, what's the name? Off of the charts because they said that it wasn't quote unquote uh, country. It doesn't incorporate enough country elements uh, into i guess the music and uh people are calling bullshit they're saying basically because he's black they removed it all and you know i'm not the the type of the first play the fucking race card but it's it's looking spooky right now for the country community because it's like yeah he did infuse some trap elements into his music but at the end of the day the motherfuckers singing about old country roads and horses and country shit like it's like what other elements do you need for it to be a fucking country song and also like i wanted to bring up how like music as a whole is like genres are just starting to fuse they're starting to fuse together and they're starting to blind like what's the name like let me let me give you an example like people are quick to fucking throw the rapper tag on people who aren't really rappers like fucking uh what's the name uh post malone he is not a rapper but he's in the rap genre we don't toss him out like we welcome him into the community there's a lot of artists like that like kind of like sing songy ass rappers like i don't i don't even know what to call them so it's like music is fusing and it's like you just have to accept that maybe this young man was influenced by country he put a little trap beat on it and he he added some if you ask me he added some flavor to the country because he got me listen i'm like mm, maybe i want to get a horse maybe i need to drive a one horsepower type joint right here yeah and then he just released the remix last night with fucking uh billy ray cyrus i ain't even gonna lie bro Billy kind of killed that shit. I'm like, okay, yeah, okay. I had a, I'm, about to, I'm about to go get a cowboy hat, bro. This shit kind of fire. I put that shit on the playlist, bro. I'm like, on the on town. I'm like, get that horn. Let me get that J right there. So it's like, stop hating on this man. Let my man get his clout. Let him come up in the fucking game, bro. Um, what's the name? Billy Ray Cyrus said, like, I guess when they were like recording in the studio, a video came out. He said, like, you're a ray of light. Uh, like you're something fresh and you're gonna shine in the community so that was dope to see billy ray which is a country idol fucking don't break my heart he's a fucking icon in the country community to give a cosign to uh to Lil Nas. i mean fucking when miley cyrus came over to fucking hip-hop uh we welcomed her with open arms i mean she got kicked out because she said i, I ain't gonna get into that but i, I feel like the hip-hop community is always 
uh open is open arms to people but like they don't want to fucking let us into anything else it's bullshit it's bullshit it's just looking like because he's black to be honest y'all just don't want to welcome him into the community but it, uh with that co-sign from billy ray i think uh i think the the story will start to change uh the story's still developing we're gonna see how it plays out um i'm curious to see i i will say that Lil nas x is on the he's on the clock i will say that like what's what's your follow-up tune to old town road because first of all am i even am i even calling that right I, th- I think that's what it's called um what's the name is is he gonna follow this up with another hit um or is, is that just gonna be his own little his song basically uh, basically what i'm trying to say is where's the project where's the ep where's the album where's the mixtape um and are we gonna get more country records is it gonna be a straight country like trap joint or is that just like something that you did um i think he's on the clock i'm curious to see what he does next i think that's most important because it's a lot of artists that they'll put out a song it gets popular then they'll get a remix they get a popular artist on it and then after that they just kind of disappear i hope he doesn't disappear i want to hear more country trap uh who knows maybe it'll get more black folks or just people not want to say black folks more people who aren't originally in the country into country music it might bridge the gap and you might see because i mean let's not let's not sit here and act like fucking nelly and old boy that shit was it's all in my head i think about it all and all again don't act like that shit wasn't hard nelly walked so little neck little nas x i'm about to call him little nigga little nas x could fucking fly yeah my man has clout let's see what you do next and last but not least uh i feel like i need to cut some sad music on for this section of the podcast because I'm about to, I'm about to like, you guys thought that Nipsey stuff was sad. I'm about to really get into some really heartfelt stuff. I want to talk about Toronto's own Rexdale's finest, Nav, aka Brown Boy. Shout out to the Brown Boy movement. If you're part of the Brown Boy movement, snap your fingers. Now, if you snapped while you're listening to the podcast, you're weird as shit. Anyways, um, Nav, Toronto's finest, man. He's upset, guys. And that's why I got this sad music going. And the reason is that nav really just he really wants to be famous guys um nav recently gave an interview he spoke to pitchfork um and if you're unfamiliar with his music by the way i don't blame you but uh look him up anyways um nav gave an interview with pitchfork uh and he recently said that um he's just he wants to be famous but nobody's showing him love and as a brown boy from toronto i feel like everybody should show him love i mean like stop sleeping on him this guy is great um, he, he released this quote to Pitchfork. He said this. Honestly, I feel like I'm just now starting to get famous. But fame is something I want. It's a good problem to have. I'm still not there because I walk out of fucking Delilah in LA, which I don't know what Delilah is. Let's Google that. <laughs> Delilah, LA. Uh, what is that? It's a restaurant? Okay, so it's a re- it's a restaurant on Santa Monica Boulevard, West West Hollywood. So I guess that's like a place where like rich niggas eat or rich brown boys because he's not allowed to say nigga. So he said, I'm still not there because when I walk out of fucking Delilah in L.A. and TMZ will be standing out there with cameras and not even take a picture on me. I get sick. I get in my fucking Lambo truck right in front of them all my jewelry on and they don't take a single picture want me to read that back for you one more time the great canadian rapper nav says honestly i feel like i'm just now starting to get famous but fame is something i want it's a good problem to have i'm still not there because when i walk out of fucking delilah in la 
TMZ will be standing out there with their cameras and not even take a picture of me. I get sick. I get in my fucking Lambo truck right in front of them. All my jewelry on and they don't take a single picture. Now this is how I know I'm broke because I didn't even know Lamborghini made trucks. Did y'all know that? What the fuck? Y'all know about the Lambo truck? <laughs> Lambo truck? What the hell does that look like? Like a tank spaceship? What the fuck? Uh, anyways. Nah, bro. What are we doing here? I like I part of me respects his honesty and his insecurities like this man is sounds mad insecure so i i respect that he gave an interview where he's like i just want a nigga to take a picture of me <laughs> but like I, I read this quote and like i couldn't help but laugh because it reminds me of that meme that that's floating around like on twitter of fucking dexter when he has like his little hip-hop clothes on and his shirt is off and he's in the mirror looking down he has like a beanie and like some saggy pants and some sneakers on and he's looking down sad in the mirror and like people will be like when you when you fit is fire but she don't want to hang out with you and shit like that y'all know what picture i'm talking about right like it just reminds me of that because nav was like i'm fucking outside of delilah in la with all my chains on nigga nobody wants to take a picture of me <laughs> nigga get the fuck out of here with that shit bro i just i just imagine him standing outside of a restaurant looking like mr t with a hundred gold chains on fucking in his brown boy outfit got his shades on and his, his jordans on and shit just waiting yo tmz like you want to talk to me like what are you talking about bro what are you talking about you, if you want people to talk to you make some fire ass music like some of his songs are okay but like i'm gonna be honest like he just put out a new album and like if you didn't know that it was his song, you would have thought it was a weekend. So the single he's leading with is a song with the weekend. I don't know what it's called, but it, it, the first verse is the weekend. Then he comes in and then the weekend has another verse. And I think he like sings on the hook or some shit like that. It sounds like a weekend song featuring Nav. And I feel like that's Nav's problem. He doesn't have like a standout record. He doesn't have bad songs, but he doesn't have a standout record that makes him stand out as one of Toronto's finest, one of Rexdale's finest. I mean, I understand. I understand. Like, he's a brown boy from Rexdale that just wants to wear all his chains. Um, but nobody's taking pictures of my man. So please, please it, listen. If you if you listening to this podcast and you from LA, can somebody please take a fucking picture of Nav so he'll shut the fuck up? Because I this is so stupid. Um, I, I I I don't know. I don't know. Brown boy, brown boy. Anybody? Anybody? But yeah, Rocket Raccoon. Uh, <laughs> that's all i got on my fucking podcast i just wanted to slander him i just wanted to make a joke i'm sorry it, it was just funny to me that this man needs a picture of him in all his chains um i would apologize but i'm not sorry um uh anyways that's all i got on my notes uh this podcast has been pretty fucking awful and i'm tired of talking my throat is parched um is there anything else that i need to do no 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 um so yeah we're gonna wrap this up um i just want to say once again r.i.p to nipsey hustle i hope the paragon remakes are good and make sure to get those well if you didn't get your in-game tickets by now you're poor and you're not gonna get them you're not gonna see it for like bro if you didn't buy your in-game tickets the day that it came out you're not gonna see that bitch for at least another two weeks after it comes out and you better turn them filters on on twitter because motherfuckers is probably gonna be you know motherfuckers is going out of their way to try to spoil the movie i remember i got star wars was it episode seven or eight? The first one in the new trilogy. I got that shit spoiled for me when I was streaming. The movie wasn't even out, but somebody had typed in my chat that Han Solo dies. I was so fucking pissed, bro. Um, and that's not a spoiler. If you haven't seen the movie by now, fuck you. How about that? Um, but back then, I was fucking pissed. So make sure you turn those filters on because I I don't want to be spoiled about what happens to my Bugamora. Okay? And that's all I got to talk about. 
on this episode of fucking Hokage Thoughts. So thank you for coming through to listen. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend about the show. Consider subscribing. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode of Hokage Thoughts. Thoughts.